Shame. 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 Varys knows the true king of Little Bird Whispers when eating dinner as Varys knows where John's coin will land. Danny knows John told Sansa, told Tyrion, told Varys that she ain't looking good. Grey Worm cuffs and stuff Varys. Danny passes the sentence to Dracar. See you, Varys. Danny gives Grey Worm the uh, Masande's collar. Grey Worm throws it in the fire. If Danny can't get love from John, she'll get fear from everyone else. Tyrion begs Danny to spare the people of King's Landing. No thanks. Ready the Unsullied. And oh yeah, Tyrion. Jamie Lannister was captured. The next time you fail me, the last time you fail me. Tyrion asked Davos a favor. Arya and the Hounds all the guard. They're going to kill Cersei. Tyrion frees Jamie so Jamie can throw Cersei in a dinghy and skip town. Hugs, bro. Take cover, everyone. It's about to go down. Out of the sun, Danny rains fire on everything. The good guys charge. Cersei's in denial. The Golden Company surrenders. The bell ring. Danny's not satisfied. Burn, baby, burn. Khaleesi, Inferno. Meanwhile, down at the dinghy dock, Euron and Jamie stab it out. Cersei heads for the basement. Jamie kills Euron. Sandor gives Arya a change of heart. Thank you. And finally, Kagane Bowl 2K19. See a Kyburn. Jamie and Cersei share a nice cold embrace. Arya takes some shrapnel. See a mountain. See a hound. John calls for retreat. Jamie and Cersei hug it out as the walls come tumbling down. See a Jamie. See a Cersei. And Arya rides out of town on the white horse. A death. Shame. Shame. Uh, speaking of food, let's do that old fast food review thing. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the fast food review. Yeah, yeah. Joining us live on the greasy, salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight. Ooh, uh, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I put the pen in penultimate because I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the take, and I'm covered with cheese and cream cheese icing, and I aim to please. The first time I ever went to the Renaissance Festival uh, was with Johnny Kilbasa. Remember that? We yeah. went, gosh, it must have been like 15 years ago, right? It was, yeah. I think that was our first date, actually. We went down there. <laughs> we threw some daggers. We got a big turkey thing, a turkey leg, and walked around. It was pretty fun. It was the, the greatest athletic achievement of my life happened that day, Johnny. I don't know if you remember that or not. I do. <laughs> so they had they have one of those things with the, you take the big hammer, Longoria, oh, and you slam yeah. on the thing, and it goes up. Right. And Johnny Kilbasa is... Probably ten times stronger than me, but I was jacked up on turkey legs and and uh, mulled beer, or whatever they serve down there. Yeah, and I beat Johnny Kilbasa in the thing where you slam the really. And you've seen Johnny? Like, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's like a Miracle on Ice kind of athletic achievement. You know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, the, was, yeah, yeah. the U.S. beating the Russians in hockey. That was. Uh, you know what? Looking back, you probably just you probably just let me win, didn't you, Johnny? Oh, hey, I'll never admit that, Mark. But you know what? It's also about where you hit it, and you hit it right in the right spot. What's on the menu tonight, Johnny K? <laughs> Ooey, gooey, biscuity worlds colliding at KFC, Mark. I know they just say breakfast doesn't include biscuits or maybe breakfast includes everything and biscuits or whatever you want to say mark you can go to cinnabon and get some stuff there and you can go to kfc or you can go to kfc and get a bucket of chicken and then polish it off with something new it's the cinnabon dessert biscuits mark and this is at kfc cinnamon cinnabon dessert biscuit you take a hot buttery flaky kentucky fried chicken biscuit and then you smother it with that cinnamon brown sugar glaze that smells so good at the mall food court. And then you pull out the cream cheese frosting, stripe it over top, and you've got yourself a dessert at KFC, Mark. I, I, that sounds so good. I would eat it at a uh, car wash while watching my car get <laughs> That's how good that sounds. And that's the, that's the same parent company, right? That's the same company that owns... Taco Bell, KFC, Cinnabon, so it's like an in-house kind of uh, addendum. Yeah, Yum Brands. Yum Brands. 
great. Yeah, that's it's kind of like when uh, when the Jeffersons showed up on Happy Days before they spun it off. <laughs> Absolutely right. Exactly. You're and you're listening to the Game of Thrones with Johnny Kilbasa. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. There is only one episode left of the Game of Thrones. Johnny Kilbasa, we saw the second to last episode on Sunday. My dude's going to break it down into 60 seconds. So if you missed it, you'll get caught up. It's Johnny Kilbasa and the Game of Thrones Minute. Marcus Traffic, born of House Aram, rightful heir to Neil Boards, protector of I-285, rightful king of the colonnade, Colossar the Great, Asphalt Sea, the unslept, the unkempt, the breaker of wind, we who are about to die. Salute you! Varys knows the true king, a little bird whispers of uneaten dinners. Varys knows where John's coin will land. Danny knows John told Sansa, told Tyrion, told Varys, and she ain't looking good. Grey Worm cuffs and stuff Varys. Danny passes a sentence to Cara, see of Varys. Danny gives Grey Worm Masande's collar. Grey Worm throws it in the fire. If Danny can't get love from John, she'll get fear from everyone else. Tyrion begs Danny to spare the people of King's Landing. No thanks, ready the unsullied. And oh yeah, Tyrion, Jamie Lannister was captured. The next time you fail me, be the last time you fail me. Tyrion asks Davos a favor. Arya and the Hound tell the guard they're going to kill Cersei. Tyrion frees Jamie so Jamie can throw Cersei in a dinghy and skip town. Hugs, brah. Take cover everyone it's about to go down out of the sun danny rains fire on everything the good guys charge cersei's in denial the golden company surrenders the bells ring danny's not satisfied burn baby burn khaleesi inferno meanwhile down at the dinghy dock Euron and jamie stab it out cersei heads for the basement jamie kills euron sandor gives area a change of heart thank you and finally cocaine ball 2k19 see a kyburn jamie and cersei share a nice cold embrace aria takes some shrapnel we'll see a mountain see a hound john calls for retreat jamie and cersei hug it out as the walls come tumbling down see a jamie see a cersei and aria rides out of town on the white horse of death. Shame. 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 I, uh, I enjoyed the episode. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I, I liked the direction it took. A lot of people aren't happy that it's, it doesn't. It's not going to be peaches and cream at the end of this series. But I was <laughs> I was okay with the episode, Johnny. What about you? Yeah, I think it was one of those episodes where the initial shock of it kind of made everybody mad. But I think the more it sinks in with you, I think the more things actually made perfect sense they set it up you could argue that certain things weren't set up well enough but if you go back and you look at how everything actually was set up i think you're good and now let's just let's get a valyrian steel dagger and stick it in the heart of this thing Johnny K, we appreciate you as always. And if the cholesterol is high, baby, so my Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Listen to the Sausage Hot Podcast on any pod app or johnnykilbasa.com. All things kilbasa on johnnykilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bro. Anytime, bro. So what do you think? Let's get Kowski involved here. Let's start talking about some Game of Thrones penultimate episode of all time. Season 8, episode 5. Only one more to go and all sorts of crazy stuff already happened. Kowski, are you out there? Now throw you, Johnny. It's always a good day when you get to use the word penultimate. (laughs) I love crowbarring it into just about anything I can. Welcome back into the Sausage Hut, Kowski. As we had a yeah, very been too big, long. yeah, and you're right, been too long, and and here we are, face to face, a couple of silver spoons, looking at ashes in a crazy, crazy Game of Thrones episode. Did you expect to see all of that happen? Uh, I guess I could say I'm not completely surprised to uh, to see the Mad Queen, but um, I guess I, you know, it's just. Uh, it's weird that we have like these 
you know, six or seven episode seasons the last couple of years. And, um, you know, it just kind of feels like we're rushing through some of this a little bit where just all of a sudden we're like, oh, Danny's uh, in a room by herself and looks like she's going to go on a killing spree. So, uh, you know, just as well as they, you know, they slow played everything for six years, it just kind of feels like we're, uh, we're rushing through some stuff, but I guess we've only got one episode left and that's the only way to go. Yeah. I think we, I, I think at least I've been trying to be naive throughout the whole thing, even though they've really been, they've really been shoving, you know, madness and Targaryen at us the whole time. And I wanted to think, no, she won't. And even till the very end, I was thinking, no, she wouldn't do it. But then they, they really gave us no choice because she was getting more and more mad and people kept messing up and Tyrion, geez, man. I mean, he thought we were, he pretty much lost all credibility a few episodes ago, but she kept listening to him. And then finally she was just like, nah, I'm not listening to any one of you dudes. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do this thing myself, whether you like it or not, but let's, we'll get to that. So let's just start, start at the top. Cause it's, there's pretty much two parts of this episode. There's the part with Varys and there's the part with the war and our buddy Varys. He was one of my favorite characters, him and him and Tyrion scenes all the way throughout the series. I thought was awesome. It, Varys always stuck to his guns. He always remained. He he fought for the realm no matter what. He did a lot of did a lot of dirtbag stuff. He was the master of whispers. He was a eunuch. Uh, he came from a faraway land. He knew how to he knew how to operate even in the worst. Sorry, my my college keeps calling me and asking me for money, and I haven't answered yet. Whenever my college calls me, and I won't name them by name because I really am bitter about my college experience. But whenever I whenever they call me and ask me for money, I try I play a little game where I see how long I can keep them on the phone before they really tell me they have to go, and then they ask me for money, and I'm like I'm not giving you a penny. <laughs> anyway. You know I. I- I always, uh, I always appreciate the, uh, the, the letter you got from them, uh, <laughs> right. back in the day. And that was just, that was just legendary. The, um, <laughs> the, the time you taped the nickel to the letter and sent it back to them. Yep. And they sent you a receipt and a thank you letter for it. It was, that was legendary. They did. I, I said, uh, here's five cents. Put it to the film studies majors drug fund. And they sent me a receipt <laughs> for five cents. And they just gave it to the, the campus theater. <laughs> and it had the uh, film theater name on the receipt. Yeah. Yep. yep. That was that sat on a, uh, Kowski and I lived together for several years. And that was on a refrigerator just about the entire time. <laughs> That was that was epic. That I never was. got tired of reading that. That's funny. I forgot about that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, yes. I, I mean, you're right. Varys, uh, you know, Varys really was kind of the one, or one of the few, like good people in the in the whole series. Where really he he pretty much claimed to do everything for the realm and. Uh, I don't know that you can really argue that. Uh, even down to his last, you know, he was loyal to Daenerys for the longest time, and finally was like, "I don't think this was going to end well. It's uh, time to get rid of her." And ultimately, that was his undoing. 
So the first scene, Kowski, we see him writing. I mean, I'm assuming that's... Well, I don't know what it is. It looks like you're something you'd write to put a raven, but we haven't seen any ravens in a long time. Do you think he were, yeah. do you think he was sending the word out to somebody and who do you think he was sending the word out to? Uh yeah, I think it I think it said something about true air was uh the one thing you could kind of make out on there. So, uh whether or not he got off uh many of those little lists or those little notes, um it's probably unclear, but I feel like he was writing one at the beginning and then later on writing another one. So I, I think it's, I think that there's, you know, some kind of word out there. And if there's not, it kind of seems to be spreading either way. Yeah. And I'm sure that's going to have to have some sort of ramifications. Do you think there were any ramifications of when he took off his rings other than he always wore rings and that's just the, who he was and he didn't want him to get yeah, burned? Yeah, I was a little... You know, I, I, I was a little, uh, I was wondering about that myself. Like, why put that in there if there wasn't any significance to it? Like, uh, what's the uh, checkoff gun theory or whatever they call that? But, um, what? yeah, I don't know why they would have put that in there if there wasn't some significance to it. But maybe that was just his way of being like, well, I don't want these to get porch oh, man, i i hated to see him go but he made it almost all the way to the end so the, they, then there was before that there was a well danny I'm, well i don't think we okay we didn't see her before or did they we saw her once and she was just did they have the scene with Tyrion before that where she was like i've been betrayed you betrayed me yeah yeah so there was like a bear scene then Tyrion said he betrayed he betrayed you and then they came for Barrett. So, Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was kind of in between there, I think, which is why I think in the first scene you see him writing. And then in the second scene, you see him writing again. So I'm thinking he got a letter off, but we'll just have to wait and see. But, you know, one thing I, I always kind of felt about the Sopranos was, um, it always seemed like there'd be like, they tease some stuff or there'd be some, some theories that just kind of ended up like not really materializing or going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was a little disappointed because, um, there was a lot of fan theories out there that Varys was actually a mermaid. <laughs> wow. And yeah. And there was like one episode I said, you know, where he goes, pro- we kind of talk about the time traveling where so he goes across the sea and back and really quickly and, Mm-hmm. I, I think even before that, there there's some people that think he was a mermaid, and I was like, oh, that never came to be. So I was a little, <laughs> a little disappointed. But I was kind of hoping he'd run off into the. Well, if he was a mermaid, he definitely would have ran off into the sea. I mean, they they decarist him on the beach, right? And my favorite Varys, uh, uh, my favorite Varys scene was I don't I don't even know which season it was when he when he, he was opening the box and the yeah, sorcerer that's exactly who exactly what. That's exactly what I was expecting you to say. When, uh, <laughs> and and it was a really I forget what they were a, talking about. And he but he you know he's just Tyrion's in there going what the hell's going on? He's just nonchalantly with a crowbar opening this box little by little, and then he like yeah went, I think he's talking about um, he's telling him the story of how he was cut. Oh okay. And then, and then at the very end he's just like hello old friend yeah. 
I wish they would have shown more with with that dude as or, you know what he did to him. But I guess it's right. maybe it's better to leave it to the imagination. That was back in those seasons where everything was drawn out and things happened really slowly. Now, yeah. now everything is like okay, we're we got to get this over with here. Even though it was great, so the yeah. Varus, well- yeah, Varys died. Nice knowing you, Varys. Yeah, he it was it was great. He was one of my favorites. I mean, I think he was one of everybody's favorites. He had a lot of great lines, and he stuck it out a lot longer than Littlefinger. Littlefinger kind of died prematurely, if you ask me. But in the end, everybody's dying prematurely one way or another. So that's that. What about the little bird Varys is talking to? I mean, can we assume that they were trying to poison Danny and she just wasn't eaten? Um, you know, that thought hadn't even crossed my mind. Um, that's a good, uh, I didn't even think about that. I just, uh, huh, food for thought, good theory. I don't know. I just uh, thought he was, you know, trying to play the role of pretending to care, Phil, but, um, that's, uh, that's very possible. Oh, so you just think that the little girl was just spying on her to see what she was doing as opposed, or, or maybe she was just taking her food as opposed to wanting to poison her? Uh, I, yeah, I guess I just thought he was, you know, doing his normal, um, you know, keeping an eye on things and gathering information, but maybe he was. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, we'll remember, maybe we'll find out. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he didn't even really—he uh, didn't really do much of a scream on the way out. And, uh, you know, Daenerys just kind of seemed kind of uh, not too emotional about it either. So yeah, she went straight kind of psychopath. Yeah, she was she was not caring about anything else anymore. But at least she puts. Uh, I, she was in her bedroom, you know, not in makeup, or they made the makeup look like she was coming up. She kind of looked like a. Cra- I don't know, some, like she'd been on some sort of bender for the yeah, last week and a half. Yeah, hadn't been eating or sleeping. John wasn't around, and they did that thing with at the beginning where the all the all the voices while they were showing Danny's face, they were showing they were playing all the voices from past the past, which I don't know if they've ever done that before. It was like, ah, oh, yeah. a dragon alone in the world, and Jorah saying something, and somebody else saying something like, yeah, okay, it's time for her to go crazy. We're we're throwing right. it in front of your face. Yeah, they kind of beat you over the head with it. Like, yeah. they, they bring it up once, once a season, and then they cram all those little references in at the beginning, and you're kind of just, like, waiting for it at that point. Yeah. And then John shows up. John, I mean, I, I don't know. John kind of douched out, telling Varys. I'm, you know, Varys basically went, put all his cards on the table, and said, "Come on, man. You know this ain't gonna end well. How about you step up on step on the throne?" And John's just like, "She's my queen. She's my queen." Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what happens with those two next week. But I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I hope they don't start the episode off with with like they did with Varys with Tyrion, and just be like, okay, yeah, you messed up by Dracarys. Right. <laughs> that would be yeah, anticlimactic. Uh, Cla- climactic. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not ready to see Tyrion go. Right, I'm not either. Even though it's the last, even though it's the last episode, I want to know that he's okay for the rest of his life. Happily ever after. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, enough of that. 
Now it's just like, okay, Tyrion begs Danny, spare the people at King's Landing. She's like, eh, I don't really care about what you think right about now. I will meet you guys at the city. You'll know when it's time. <laughs> and then and, off uh, also in here is when uh, Tyrion actually, they realize that Jamie's been, been captured, captured. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Tyrion decides to free him. Right. That was a great Even scene. Even after uh, Daenerys tells him that the last time she fails him, he fails her, will be the last time. And do you think that, well, do you think that the Unsullied are going to rat him out? Cause it uh, yeah, I kind of feel like they would. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can just uh, let a high-profile prisoner go like that without finding out. Okay. Yeah, he that was kind of touching. Bro, bros, just like okay, this is it. I'm gonna let you go. Get sir. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Tyrion let he was he wanted Cersei to escape. I'm surprised. After all that they've been through, you'd have thought that he would want her dead. Yeah, I, maybe. I think maybe he was more concerned about just uh, winning the battle and kind of making. Uh, I don't know, getting you know, not dragging things on and trying to avoid the uh, ensuing carnage. But I think maybe he also kind of owed Jamie a favor, but that doesn't necessarily mean he had to go free Cersei or take. Too. Yeah. There's a little dinghy. Take it across the narrow sea. <laughs> like, what? what? You're going to take a rowboat past the Iron Fleet and then across the sea. And it's weird that they just uh, they insinuated that the Iron Fleet was there. Oh, they, I guess they were talking about Euron's fleet, not Yara's Iron Fleet that we never saw. I'm surprised we, we didn't see Yara because they had mentioned that she'd taken the Iron Islands. Maybe she yeah. just decided to chill. Yeah, she's just camping out there. Thanks for nothing. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Anything else pre-battle? Uh, that's all I can think of. All right. So here we go. Everybody lines up, and it's. I'm thinking the whole time. Okay, what's Danny gonna? What did Danny learn since last time? about these damn scorpion things. I mean, was she out in at Dragonstone practicing her maneuverability? Is that what she was doing? Was she like uh, Maverick and the yeah, Iceman? <laughs> yeah, I was a little surprised too because it's like, all right, well, I guess I just got to come in from straight above. But I was almost thinking too, like, well, maybe they're going to throw like a little fucking, at least give him a little plate of armor or something. Yeah. And, I mean, it seemed like they were more prepared than ever for the dragon. I mean, they just had the fucking scorpions everywhere, and it didn't even matter. I was just like, oh, I'm going to just go towards everything. So I was a little uh, little surprised that uh, everybody just got torched quite that easily. Yeah. They were taking, wasn't taking no for an answer. There wasn't even a doubt. Like, oh, it, it was pretty much you get one. If she got one in on you, it's over with. I mean, she took out. Yeah. And, and Drogon was spewing unbelievable fire <laughs> like that we'd never seen and before. And it was like, it wasn't even like just fire. It was like a explosive. Like, yeah. 
taken down, you know, uh, uh, um, rock towers and stuff with like one breath. Yeah, that that sort of flame should have been able to wipe out the army of the dead, no problem. Yeah, but I, I don't want to nitpick here at the end of it all. Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it just was. Uh, I I was expecting a little more resistance, I guess, is all. Yeah, but then uh, so she, she takes out scorpions. The next thing you know, the front gate just explodes, and yeah. the uh, the golden company is pretty much just incinerated or at least a huge chunk of it are just blown to hell right away yeah what the heck were those guys thinking i mean how much money were they getting paid to like go across the ocean or the narrow sea well i don't even know if it's the narrow sea down there but they're coming to just fight for money i wonder if they knew that there was a dragon involved when they made their way to King's Landing because they were pretty much just, they were just cannon fodder. They didn't even get to fight. Exactly. Yeah. They, they were a non-factor. Right. I think in the books, I think in the books, there's people in, uh, from the golden company, like the dude who was on the white, the white horse. Uh, I don't know if that was right. the white horse at the end, but he was on a white horse. And I think he was a character in the books, but I'm pretty sure he was. And I, and I, yeah, I've kind of read that people were like disappointed that they didn't uh, make more of a story out of the Golden Company, but I guess they uh, just didn't make the cutting cutting room floor. Yeah, they didn't even get a line. They didn't. They didn't, nobody even talked. <laughs> they just died. <laughs> well, they well they they got burnt and then they gave up and then they got killed anyway. <laughs> so another standoff. I don't know, man. I, I, you know, we, it starts off and I'm thinking they, I mean, they lull you to sleep. They're like, okay, Danny's destroying everything. This is going to be a cakewalk, right? Is it just going to, she's going to back off. They're going to ring the bells and Tyrion's going to be right for once and everything's going to end. She could just maybe just, maybe just take out the red keep or just go up to the, I was thinking that Danny was just going to go up to the window because she in see Cersei and just torture, but no. Yeah, that's kind of what I think. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Yeah, I mean, but then you just see, you just see the uh, the switch flick, and it's game on. Yeah, and it it makes total it made total sense. She's like, yeah, I know these guys want me to chill out but nah, if i'm not gonna get love and and was she just mad because Jon snow wouldn't make out with her <laughs> uh yeah i think the masande thing kind of pissed her off yeah. as well and you know Tyrion, Tyrion's track record of advice had been uh getting a little worse Varys turned on her and i think she was just ready to take matters into her own hands but um I'm kind of, I, I really, you know, some people were kind of pissed about the whole thing, but personally, I, I didn't really want a happy ever, happily ever after ending for things. So, uh, part of me kind of was rooting for the Mad Queen, partially too, just because I was sick of like all the, you know, big happy Daenerys ending. Right. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> So I wasn't disappointed by it, but it seemed like it pissed a lot of people off. And 
especially people who went and named their fucking kids in there. Uh, <laughs> jokes on you. <laughs> That'll be great. Yeah, I think there should be a rule. If you're gonna name your kid after somebody in a TV show, you better watch all. The, you better not do it until the TV show's over with, just in case they turn into <laughs> the mad fucking queen. <laughs> so, man, like Drogon just went on an absolute killing spree, just scraping like yeah, street by street, uh, just. I mean, and they were, you know, a lot of people kind of complained about the the long night episode where he was like, oh, it's too dark. I can't really tell what's going on. I mean, this was broad daylight, and there was just uh, innocent civilians getting destroyed left and right. Yeah. I was hopeful all the way up until the end. I mean, all the way up until gray worm through that spear i thought we were going to have a peaceful resolution to this and I, I was so stupid i feel dumb for thinking that you know but i, I just 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 the way i think when it comes to these things and i'm proven wrong many times that's why i try not to speculate but this day for speculation's over now because it's pretty much over yeah man it was well, crazy but, you know it, it's good to see that they're you know whether you like it or not i'm i'm glad that there's still some surprises yep and they, they knew it. They knew what you knew the whole time. They knew what you were thinking. And, uh, yeah. Well, and, you know, there was some kind of uh, some, some interesting callbacks in there, too, because, if you, like, uh, Danny's vision, uh, you know, earlier in the series where she's in, like, the throne room and it looks like it's snowing. Uh, but... <laughs> now you realize at the end of this episode that it's not snowing, it's just like passion falling. Oh, yeah. And huh. uh, and then there was like another vision when she was in the house of Beyond Dying, that's when she saw that. And then there's somewhere else where you could see like a image of a dragon like flying over King's Landing. Mm -hmm. So there's kind of a couple, you know, what, it seems obvious that they don't, they've known what they've been doing for the last uh, six or seven seasons. Yep. They had an eye, they had an eye on the end. They had to have an eye on the ending. I wonder if yeah. George, I wonder if, if, and when they told, they told George R. R. Martin, this was how it's going to end. Or if Martin told them how it was going to end and they just wanted to get there one way or another, or, you know, maybe George has a completely different, different idea for the end, but you don't think he's actually going to finish the books. Do you? <laughs> he hasn't finished <laughs> he like the second, to last one yet. He hasn't figured it out yet. He yeah. doesn't know what he wants to do. That's he's, why he, He's like so damn long with that stuff. Wasn't it like twenty six years ago or twenty seven years ago when he the first one came out? Did the first one come out in like ninety two? I, I I thought it was early nineties. So yeah, give or take. Yeah. So can we get to Clegane Bowl now? Better damn get to Clegane Bowl. <laughs> The the moment everybody's been waiting for that they they pandered they pandered to the crowd and said okay we're gonna give them Clegane Bowl let's do it yeah finally gosh after years and years so uh, what do you think did it live up to the hype I think it I, I think it was a good battle I think it was very I think the way they staged it the way it looked in the end was awesome um, Kyburn just getting choke slammed to death I was fine with. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Kyburn did just get uh, get 
land into the rocks there. So yeah. it is always kind of nice to see the mountain just like crush somebody with like minimal effort. Yeah. The, I liked, I liked, um, Anakin Skywalker in, in return of the Jedi face basically for the mountain. Uh, that was, that was good. that we got to see him without his, uh, his armor or his, uh, helmet. Yeah, that was, and, you know, you, that's pretty much kind of what I would have expected him to look like, but mm-hmm. glad that they finally uh, gave you a glimpse behind the mask. And he seemed to be completely immortal. I mean, I don't. it was unkillable. Right. <laughs> that, and by the way, that it was, I didn't think about that, but the uh, Anakin Skywalker at the end of Return of the Jedi reference was pretty spot on. Yeah, I mean, that was the first thing I thought of when they showed his face. It was like Vader taking his mask off. yeah nice but yeah he was he got stabbed right in the belly he got stabbed in the arm completely unfazed got stabbed in the eye and just basically pulled it out and came back for more so uh you know it's kind of sad to uh sad to see the hound go um his character arc was awesome throughout the whole series because like first season he was just like a horrible person yeah. and you know just the more and more you get to learn about him the, the more sympathetic he becomes and then you think he's dead and they bring him back a year and a half later and everybody's like super excited that moment when he when he came back was just awesome so uh he's one of my favorite characters and uh, him and aria together were were classics and uh you know kind of nice uh before he actually made it over to game bowl he uh has a kind of a heart heartwarming moment when aria just looks at him and calls it and says sandor which i'm pretty sure she did not call him sandor at any point certainly in the whole series and just uh says sandor thank you for basically kind of talking her out of the uh you know lifelong revenge tour yeah that was interesting and in, in... And then what? Where was she going to go? What did she decide there? Did she decide she was done killing, or did she just decide that she was going to be killing somebody else? Um, I think I don't know. I guess I just felt like she decided that she wanted to live, and uh, mm. you know, Percy was done for, and she, uh, you know, had better things to do with her life, I guess. And hey, let's get the hell out of here, or else I'm going to die. And, you know what he told her? He's like. It's, you come with me, you're dying here. So, do you want to? Do you want to end up like me or not? She's like, no. I've seen you shit. <laughs> yeah, and, and Cersei during during the battle was just like, um, excuse me, sorry, I'll just be going this way. Uh, don't mind me, gentlemen. <laughs> I saw I saw a bunch of memes about the Cersei. You know, the Cersei. It's the 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 Homer Simpson go fading into the bush meme yeah it's like oh yeah okay oh sorry guys just be going this way i'd like Um, i'd like to know the details of how the the little beach there that the little dingy dingy beach that oh you're on Greyjoy got blown into the water and he just happened to be right near dingy beach right right yeah it was uh so I'm assuming a little, that, uh, 
Go ahead. So now let's just go down to there where Jamie and you're on battle it out. I guess Tyrion asked Davos to smuggle something, and I didn't realize what he asked him to smuggle, but I'm assuming he smuggled that boat to that beach there. Is that what he made? That is that what he had? Is that what Tyrion had Davos do? Um, I almost think he smuggled him out of camp and got him close to King's Landing, but then he was also maybe providing a an exit for Cersei and Jamie should they actually escape. Mm. And Dav- so it might have been a two part two part mission. Gotcha. And how about Davos surviving? <laughs> He's, I did, yeah, uh, there was one scene where they were like, they were like going down uh, one of the streets, just killing anybody they came across, and like Davos was right, right in front. And I'm like, uh, I'm kind of surprised he's leading the charge because he's pretty much always been like, I'm not really a sword fighter. I'm a smuggler, and I like mutton. <laughs> I can get you in. But if trouble comes, I'm warning you. I'm not a I'm not a fighter. Yeah, I like Davos. Davos was great. Yeah. So. So, so battle. Yeah, still got Davos. Arya. Uh, Arya made it out, and I don't know. Codane Bowl. I guess that was a good a good ending for them. Uh, you know, the Hound pretty much just after he stabbed him in the eye, took him. Uh, you know, it seemed kind of like he got over his fear of the fire at least to some degree and just tackled him right through the wall and plunging into the depths of the burning fires below like Jeff Hardy the coming off the top of the ladder one, I'll be impressed. yeah <laughs> yeah if they didn't burn up or even like that would be funny if you just this gigantic skeleton <laughs> with this with that stupid helmet he was wearing <laughs> I saw him on like the World Strongman competition over the weekend. He's tearing it up. Oh yeah, he's still he's still an active participant in Strongman. Uh, he won the he won the Arnold Classic the uh, last couple years. I think he deadlifted like eleven hundred pounds. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like the bar just keeps going with like forty five pound weights on each side. Yeah. Is bending, and then and then by the time they got to like the last event, he didn't even have to like barely do anything. He just had to score like a point, you know. Or he's like, oh, if he lifts this one time, he'll still have enough points to win. So mm. he just like padded his lead. <laughs> nice mountain. They'll call him the mountain for nothing. Yep, dead zombie mountain. <laughs> and I'd also like to know the the biology involved with what Kyburn did to the mountain, to to just yeah. a bring him back and b make him obey orders and make him immortal. Yeah, <laughs> make him not have to die, <laughs> and make him take a dagger to the brain and eye and keep on coming. Yeah, you know what I was kind of hoping was that back when, well, right after. The, the mountain in the in the the viper, when when he was still on the slab in Kyburn's laboratory, yeah. and they brought they were Cersei had offered a huge reward for uh, Tyrion's head, and somebody brought you know a dwarf head in, and it wasn't the right dwarf head, and right. and and Kurt Kyburn wanted to save it even though it wasn't the right one. I was thinking. <laughs> 
would would he just sew it on the mountain's head? And and if, when we saw his head, it was going to be like that that dwarf head. Frankenstein. Yeah. But no. <laughs> That's uh. <laughs> it is kind of yeah. I didn't I didn't really you know that thought might have crossed my mind at the time, but yeah, it is kind of interesting. Like Kyburn always just like looking. Uh, I think last season when he got a hold of like the zombie hand that was still like yeah wiggling he just like picked it up and he's like oh i'm keeping this <laughs> and i wonder what he did with that i mean if there's there any sort of yeah. well I, I would suppose it probably would have disappeared after the battle of winterfell but i don't know if he kept it alive or not these, these are just questions we're never gonna know maybe some maybe, yeah, maybe we could yeah. write some fan fiction <laughs> so um so jamie and euron are battling it out down by the, the seashore. Yep. And yeah, that was, uh, I mean, that was fine, but it's, it's, you know, it's weird because Jamie was like so hyped up as a great swordsman. And, you know, he's obviously just a shell of his former self with the left hand. So you can't quite, um, you know, you can't get like that great scene with Jamie and Ned Stark kind of get on toe to toe in the town square or whatever back in the day. Mm-hmm. Just kind of turns into a no holds barred. Um, uh, Fight to the death, to desperate the battle. Right. I'm trying to think of the uh, the wrestling belt that they used to have for that. The hardcore title. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of turned into a hardcore title match. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a Oh, no, it's a folding chair. <laughs> Smack. Yeah, that but, was good. I, I like so that. Yeah, that was a good on, battle. Yeah, no, no, it was good. Um, but, you know, not as uh, eloquent as, uh, you know, Jamie, the master swordsman. But so Jamie takes a couple good stabs to the ribs. Mm-hmm but ultimately spears Euron right down the middle. And Euron doesn't even really seem upset because he he feels that he's killed Jamie and that gives him the satisfaction he needs. Yeah, that was a great, great psychopathic way to die by Euron. He's just smiling on the man who killed Jamie Lannister. Oh, that was good. I like that. And then down to the basement we go. Just you and me, brother, sister. Odd. I, and, and up until this week, I thought he was. I thought he was going back there to kill her. But I should have. I should not have. Been I know naive. that goes. Uh, you know, kind of thinking of you know missed opportunities or whatever. That was pretty much what I thought as well. And um, you know, I think there's that one episode where Cersei goes and sees Maggie the Frog, and basically Maggie tells her all her kids are going to die or whatever, and. Um, part of the reason she she thought hated Tyrion so much was the fact that um, Maggie the Frog gave her the impression that her little brother was going to kill her. Well, Jamie's also technically her little brother, so I was expecting Jamie to uh, to go back and kill her as well. And it was just kind of weird because you almost. Uh, almost like they want you to feel a little sympathetic for, for Cersei because you start seeing her like realize when she's up in the tower that uh, things are falling apart and she's like crying a little bit and 
she's just like, holy shit, what have I gotten myself into? Which is something you did not see out of her at any other point. No, she was bitter until the bitter end. She and she was she was delusional too until the bitter end. Like, oh, this is going to work out great. We've got the golden company. <laughs> oh no! All oh, that know, dragon is real. Not and, not today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we're sure they're dead, right? I mean, they, they, the, the walls caved in around them. There's not. I any... I would be very disappointed if they weren't dead. I mean, they weren't dead. Yeah, I, I think they made it sound. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think they made it look like the whole thing was caving in. And yeah, I mean, that's what I thought too. But I don't think everybody's kind of convinced. If you know, they didn't quite show. I don't know. You know, you see things falling down, and it's, I think that's the implication. But well, hey, with, did, we thought Jamie was. Sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah, when Jamie was getting thrown to the bottom of that lake. Um. It, we he, we it looked like he was dead that day and he wasn't dead. Was that the Battle of the Blackwater Rush? When yeah. he went when when did he you, went. Uh, did you? <laughs> maybe you don't want to talk about this, but this, <laughs> did you see there was another editing error in this episode? No, I didn't. <laughs> so if, I, I think when he he's hugging, there's uh, a part where he's hugging Cersei in here and. Uh, he doesn't have his cold hand on. He's got like a regular hand. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like you can't really see it like super well, but you can tell it's not his golden hand. So, oh, that's funny. I don't know. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Just enough to piss people more off. They're like, you had two years to put this together? I know. Like, <laughs> they must have been concentrating on other things. So that was that. They die, and then all we got left is Arya running around with snot and blood and dust all over her face. I mean, I, I thought there was no way she was going to die, but she took a beating. She got knocked to the ground yeah, several it, it times. No, yeah, at no point did I expect her to die, especially after she made the decision to turn back away from certain death. I, I really wasn't worried about her, and really wasn't worried about the people she was trying to save either. So that kind of just like was like dragging on a little bit for me where I'm like, all right, let's just get on with it already. You can see <laughs> there's a lot of innocent people dying. I don't, I didn't expect Arya to, to die, but yeah, me neither. And it was cool that there was, a white horse there just waiting for her. hopefully that was Bran morging into a horse and went went to get her because I mean don't we have to see something else out of Bran to, to make him com- not completely worthless because I think he's still completely worthless at this point yeah I was kind of uh, expecting to see some more flashbacks and um, you know going back to the whole burn them all thing like um, you know, some people thought there was more to that story as far as how he arrived at the point where he just was having a breakdown and going to have everybody killed. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of, and, and maybe it's not done, but I was kind of hoping to see maybe some more flashbacks there, but I, I kind of am not expecting to at this point, but yeah, I, I'm just, uh, Brian is. Outside the the coolest flashback scenes, I'm just like over him being all 
uh, sullen and boring. Right. <laughs> he gave us Hodor, but he couldn't go back in time and do anything else. That was weird. Right? I don't know. No, apparently he spent time uh, figuring out what somebody old Targaryen's wheelchair looked like so he could build a <laughs> sweet new wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really so much worried about the history here. Oh, that's a sweet wheelchair. Yeah, I know. And there's another, you know, the, every every intro, they always show the like these things flo- floating around. You know, when they're showing the map, there's kind of the, the balls in the air with these things flying around them. And I thought that always thought since once we saw the um what the what's the place in Old Town where the Maesters go? The Citadel. Like, wasn't that it's in the library of the Citadel? Those those what, the, thing, the things the, that are flying around about- when you're watching the intro. Like you know, you see something and they fly around, and there's like this, there's like these metal things going around in a circle. I thought it was the same things that uh, were in the library of the Citadel. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Just like that uh, globe eye, right? Kind of twirling structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry, I didn't. Um, yeah, there's. I'm wondering yeah, if that will be some sort of thing. All about? Yeah, I'm wondering if there's, there'll be some sort of reveal about that. Like, if it was just it was Sam writing the story inside the Citadel or something like that. Like, like, um, like Bilbo yeah, was heard, writing I've heard the. That as well. Yeah, I I don't know. I've been thinking that I've been thinking that since since the first time I saw it in the Citadel that something have to be. I mean, it's been put in our face the whole time. Are they going to Hodor us on that? I don't know. We're going to find out next week in the final freaking episode of Game of Thrones. But you know what? It's time. It's time to end it. I'm good with it. I'm good. I think I, I'm yeah, not disappointed. Yeah, so, you know, I think we'll all be we'll all be sad to see it go. Some some people, not really that much. Though. I feel like there's been uh, a lot of haters out here the last year or two. But um, I, I was fine with this episode. Um you know, I think there's things could have been done better, but I've got no objection to Danny going eight shit and burning the whole place down. Nah, me neither. So the more the more it all sunk in, the more it sinks in this week, I think the more it all makes sense. Yeah. I'm good like with I it. Like I said, a happily ever ending app uh ending just doesn't necessarily make sense. So nah. I'm curious to see what happens with Tyrion. I'm curious to ha- see what happens with John and Danny and everybody else and um you know, it's a, it's a little bittersweet, but I guess you're right. It's time. Yep. And on that note, Kowski, thanks a lot, man. It's been fun doing all these Game of Thrones minutes and Game of Thrones podcasts. I hope you'll join me next week for the the final finale of everything. Hopefully. All right. Well, if I'm not in jail, I'll be there. <laughs> and if I'm not in jail, I'll be there too. <laughs> All right, Kowski, we'll see you next week, buddy. Nostrovia. All right, Nostrovia, buddy.